This episode is brought to you by Shushi Sunglasses, Abuja's favorite sunglasses brand. We don't hide behind our shades, we own it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the uh, the Young God Pod. I'm here with a very, very lovely special guest, Aisha Sambo. She is many things, many, many things, and she's a young god. You know, she's the kind of uh, person that we'd like to have on this uh, platform. And we're going to hear uh, her story. So please, Aisha, what is, what is going on? What's up? Oh, wow. Okay, so... Um you know, I always get a bit stifled mm-hmm. when people ask me, what exactly do you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, simply because I feel I'm, you know, I do have a plan. I won't say I'm all over the place, mm-hmm. um, but it's really hard to sort of define or coin what I do because mm-hmm. in essence, I am still trying to create myself. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I always... Um, ask most people this question. I said, you know, in this journey through life, are you trying to find yourself mm-hmm. or create yourself? Oh. Okay. Yeah. So um, I would say I'm a creator before mm-hmm. I have anything else. Um, creativity is one of my strongest suits. Mm. I um, enjoy creating content, yeah. whether it be, you know, being involved in sort of a music project or a movie or writing. Yeah. The core of everything I love revolves around the media industry. Mm. Um, so that's why I like to identify as a media enthusiast mm. and, um, you know, with very strong philanthropic and entrepreneurship spirit. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah. okay. So um, I know you're doing a couple of things right now, and uh, one of the things that is really like shaking up the, the space right now is Shushi. Yeah. So tell us about the Shushi brand. What's, what's, what's okay. the idea? Okay, so um, sh- the name Shushi, believe it or not, I've been called Shushi all my life okay. um, by my family. Yeah. Um, I asked my cousin. Um, who named me Shushi, why she gave me that name, mm-hmm. and she has no reason. Mm. So the name sort of just stuck, like mm-hmm. a nickname over time. Um, most of my friends as well call me Shushi. Um, so I decided to attach that name to a, a product. Yeah. So I recently launched um, a vintage collection of sunglasses, um, I love sunglasses so much, although mm-hmm. I always seem to lose mine. You have which one in is, your head right now, too. Yeah, <laughs> which is actually one of the reasons why when most people start businesses, they have like the most, what, what would I even call it, the most, um, when people usually start businesses, they have mm-hmm. the most absurd ideas as to why they should venture into it. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I started because I always lose my sunglasses. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Believe it or not, the reason can be so absurd, but yeah. it is actually the truth. It's valid. And, yeah. and people always nick my sunglasses from me. 
So I believe I have good taste in sunglasses okay. as well. Yeah. Hence why I decided to venture into that. So Shushi as a brand name essentially means um, independence mm. and a celebration of individualism. Yeah. Because with sunglasses, it's tricky. Yeah. People like different sort of shapes. Some people like aviator, some mm. people like round, square. So it really depends, I think, on your face type yeah. and your pockets. Yeah. Some people are willing to spend thousands of dollars on sunglasses. Some yeah. people cannot just be bothered. Mm -hmm. So essentially, my brand is to ultimately, you know, have a variety and range of sunglasses that sort of when you go into my store one mm. day, inshallah, yeah. you can sort of find something that fits yeah. you. So the slogan as well for the brand is called Own It. I just want people to own the look. I'd never tell you, oh, buy this when they don't look good on you. Yeah. I'd rather ask you to wait until I possibly bring a new range of sunglasses. To the market. Yeah, so, so Shushi essentially is me. Mm. Um, the sunglasses are an extension of my personality, yeah. which is a celebration of individualism, being yourself, yeah. you know, striving to create yourself. Mm. I don't believe that we're on a journey to finding ourselves. Mm. I believe that you need to create yourself mm. in order to be able to sort of find you yourself. Know, I'm glad you mentioned that <laughs> because, because that is exactly... Um, what what young god means mm -hmm. you know a god is basically someone who creates yes. you know it's it's an extension of that god-given power mm -hmm. you know god created us in mm -hmm. his image mm -hmm. and so in my mind being a god is not about superiority or lording mm -hmm. over anyone it's just someone who's expressing their creative power in everything that they do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i think so that's why like it's really really poetic that Shushi is on this podcast today <laughs> and you know just creating putting out what you want to see into the universe yeah. This podcast is basically, you know what, I know amazing people, I know people who are doing amazing things, mm -hmm. smart, courageous, intellectual people, mm -hmm. and what better platform than a podcast to just celebrate that and, you know, share, show, show the world, you know, how, when people are thinking differently, thinking in ways that are pro progressive and moving the culture forward, it's a beautiful thing. So, um, once again, thank you for being here. Thank so now, um, you know, I'm, I'm a brand strategist and you're into branding, marketing, like, so we're basically in the same field. So now I want to know, what, what are your plans? What's your strategy for, for Shushi? What, what are you trying to do and how are you going to do it? Okay, so um, I'm actually currently building my website, uh -huh. um, shushionline.com. Yeah. And it's going to have, it's going to encompass everything that I've been doing over the years. Yeah. Um, if you notice with me, even on social media, yeah. I have a fear for sharing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I'll, I'll put it that way. Yeah. Compared to your sisters. Yeah. Compared <laughs> to my, my two little sisters. Yeah. Um, um, for, maybe because I, you know, I majored in media psychology. So I really understand the context of like social media, the benefits and the harms of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm really careful with what I post online, yeah. but um, I've come to realize that I need to be able to put myself out there yeah. for people to know, okay, who's behind this. For example, with um, TEDx Maitama, mm -hmm. A lot of people do not know the brains behind TEDx. And I'm not talking See about that. just me. Say it right now. <laughs> Speak it. Okay, so um, I and Safia Yahaya, um, Safia and I have known each other for years. Mm. We are the um, curators of TEDx Maitama. Mm. 
And we started TEDx Maitama because we actually wanted to be on the TED stage. Yeah. Yeah, but then we decided, okay, we need to calm down and start small. So the first event we hosted was in 2013. Oh, yeah. Featured um, um Aisha Babengida, Bright Jaja. And I'm so proud of Bright right now. I yeah. and Bright have grown to be really good friends. He yeah. started this um, venture called I Create, mm. and it's essentially like a skills platform yeah. for young people. Yeah. So carpentry, kind of like a competition for skills, really, yeah, 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 yeah. which I think is fantastic and necessary. So mm. that's what he's doing now. The last TEDx we had was in 2018. Yeah. Prior to that, we had one in 2017. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I think that's it in a nutshell. I think it was uh, it was only until last year mm. people really started to okay know who was behind it, mm. the group behind it. Mm. Um, but I still feel on my own I need to be able to sort of, you know, say th these are the things I'm into and these yeah. are the things I've done. I can't mm. say I've been the best person at doing that, and it's frankly because I'm so used to being behind the cameras. Mm. And I'm comfortable in that space, but it's like for me to get more jobs, for me to get more credibility for what I do, I yeah. need to be able to put my work out there. You know, I was I was there in that space that you were in when you feel, you know, social media. You know, I've always been like social media. I'm, like I'm over it. Like I don't need to, you know, do this and and that and yeah. be all up in there. And I was just using it as just a, you know, personal private thing. But then towards the end of last year and, and this year, you know, I've really come to accept that it's really an extension of who you are, your social media, your timeline, like the way you interact. It's, so it's, it's up to us to take advantage of that and use it to push whatever it is that we're doing that makes us, you know, passionate individuals and to share that with the world. I think it's, it's, it's one of the biggest blessings if you can separate that from the toxic side of social media, mm -hmm. you know, and just let that positive side be your brand, you know, sharing what you do, enjoying it, mm -hmm. growing a community of people who, who also share that common goal and passion. I think that's social media at its best. Yeah. And it's up to people like you and I to really take advantage of that yeah. and bring out um, content um, that rocks. Yeah, and just for, you know, your listeners, there's this really good book um, by Sherry Turkle. Yeah. It's called Alone Together. And she's a social media expert. So yeah. she talks about the dangers of like social media's 20 years along the line, yeah. sort of raising a family in the age of digital technology. Mm -hmm. So one of her recommendations I'd like to talk about yeah. is that, you know, when you're building a home, try to have, because it's only going to get would I say worse? Mm -hmm. No, the technology is only going to keep advancing. Yeah. So you need to be able to create safe spaces in your home to yeah. allow room for conversation. Mm -hmm. So for example, you can make somewhere like the dining table a no phone zone, zone. Yeah. something like that. Because yeah, it's yeah, really, yeah. you know, the figures are really scary in as much as social media is, is great for, you know, pushing out your brand, um, keeping in contact with people. There's also that danger of wanting to conform, mm -hmm. wanting to be part of something, wanting to be someone you're not just yeah. for acceptance. Yeah. So, you know, I, it's, and it's hard. Like, so, um, bullying online is terrible, like, especially in Nigeria, I yeah. feel. Twitter trolls are terrible. Mm. 
um, yeah, read the book, guys. It, it will help you understand social media better. Yeah, um, um, that is that is that is so true. I just feel I just feel like um, part of you know the younger project is being above those things. Like like you know what's going on, but I'm not gonna bring myself down to any level that is beneath mm-hmm. me and my sanity and you know what I'm about. Mm-hmm. I think that's really where most of us are yet to figure out you know how to be on how social media on social media because you feel like you have to respond to everything have to get drawn into every argument or try to prove something mm-hmm. but you really don't mm-hmm. like you get to pick and choose what you know you share with the world and how you share it and i think it says more about us because you know with social media now you don't have the opportunity to like take a step back and think before you respond yeah once something triggers you you want to get just- back into that immediately and it kind of takes away that rationality of being, you know, a, a of just social, social intelligence. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and not to mention, you know, we're not being taught media literacy in school mm. as well, um, which I think most schools should try to really pick up because at the end of the day, it's, it's our laptops, it's our tablets that it, we're going to learn from mm-hmm. the future. Yeah. And if you, don't, if you don't know how to separate fake news from yeah. real news... Yeah then then what what are we doing yeah truth there's 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 like the truth has been so warped online like it's hard to tell yeah it's hard to tell and it it also doesn't help that that people are um kind of not really after what is true they're more after what is sensational or what is you know what is interesting what what is trending what is trending you know and that kind that, that that kind of you know messes with the, the culture, the consciousness, because if you're pushing out and believing and defending things that are not based in truth, like there's so many, there's so many places to start. Like, and I don't want to make this about you know gender issues right now. In fact, not yet, not yet. But <laughs> but I could go on anyway. But um, that's 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 well and good. Something else I wanted to you know you know talk to you about is I know you have some like so give us some tips, right? What are your tips on PR, advertising, marketing? Like, what can you share with people who are trying to like you know, try something new and, you know, um, experiment with their products and services. So I'd, I'd give like three top tips um, mm-hmm. for sort of PR or branding, PR and branding on yeah. social media. Yeah. Um, so I would say um, be consistent. Um, some people want, whether you're a product, service or person mm-hmm. um, online, try to have something that you know, people immediately identify you as. Yeah. For I'll use um, Yagazi as an example. She has always um, these cartoons that she used to draw and sort of they're really funny, really quirky mm. cartoons. Some people, their pages are black and white, yeah. i.e. me. Yeah. Oh, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, yes. Some yes, people yes. go for that edgy, retro sort of look. So yeah. consistency is really important so that over time, yeah. your audience can sort of immediately identify with you. So that's tip number one, consistency. Yeah. Tip number two, collaborate. Collaborate mm. with bloggers. Collaborate with other social media influencers that can sort of boost your um, viewership mm-hmm. or you know the number of people that come on your page. And tip number three, let me think about this one. One one thing that I I think would be a good tip um, <laughs> is you know there's there's already all the factors you know you know as you said, but I think the the variable is is the creative. 
which is, you know, so it's one thing to like, it's not just not to put content, but how you put it, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, if your if your copywriting is on point, especially in the captions, you know, if your your visuals are on point, mm -hmm. you know, if you're telling the story with compelling aesthetics, mm -hmm. I think that really goes a long way because it's a very visual platform, mm -hmm. and like I said, it's marketing, and marketing is all about you know speaking to your target audience mm -hmm. in very precise, articulate terms, mm -hmm. like leaving nothing to chance. Yeah. So if you're gonna be funny, witty, if you're gonna be um, intellectual, whatever it is you're, you're trying to put out. You have to be really clear about that because um, in the end, if if your creative is not on point, mm -hmm. you know you stand a chance of, of missing the mark. I think yeah. that's really where it is. And and I I think also like monitoring. Mm -hmm. You know, most people don't monitor um, who's looking at their posts, mm. where they are, because mm. that sort of information can help you tweak what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Or it, you know help inform. Okay, am I getting the the audience that I want? Uh. Oh, am I getting more younger people as opposed to older, older people? people yeah. Okay, what should I be doing to sort of tweak that? And then for those that are really interested in like social media advertising, I think um, SEO is mm. something that like people don't know how to do properly. So reading on that and sort of understanding, SEO is um, search engine optimization. Yeah. And it's basically how you monitor um, your tagline or your name your online, keywords your keywords and all of that. So you, you know what I'll say? I'll, I have this theory that coding and SEO and all those things, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they are the equivalent of what it meant to be able to read in the Middle Ages. Do you get Yeah. Like, in the Middle Ages, reading was the top <laughs> skill. And I also feel like our kids might be chatting in like codes in the future. You, you know, that scares me because I'm know, just like I'm not about to learn how to code. You, you. know, it's like it's, it's that skill that is so you know in demand and so rare right now. Like re yeah. like reading is basic now. That was like farming or picking up you know, <laughs> stones back in the day. Yeah. So now like coding is now the the, the, new, the new frontier of, of of you know skills that are in demand and. Yeah. can really allow you to take advantage of your world. Because if you can code, you know what you can do? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't need anyone to, you know, you, you understand what it means to make an app mm -hmm. and how you can use an app to build um, your brand, you know, your websites. Like, you can create really amazing experiences mm -hmm. for, your, for your audience if you can, if you know how to manipulate the actual, you know, um, mm. source code of things. So, you know, I really wish that was... Um, my skill set, but... But no. Yeah. yeah. And on a global scale, you know, these are definitely roles that are in demand. Mm. But for Nigeria, we still have such a huge gap of even people who are online, oh, yeah. generally. Yeah. You know, so let's also keep that in mind, you know, our environment, where we are. Um, most people still can't read, so mm. we are kind of still in that age. But it's really uplifting to see that people are picking up interest people are getting jobs from you know being able to um, be social media influencers mm. or content creators yeah you know you know what really irks me it's it's when people like try to go out of their way mm -hmm. to be social media influencers like like I, you know if you i think like, when i say go out of their way i mean they're doing it inorganically they are trying, you know, to appear as someone they're not. They're trying to like leech on all these other guys who have influence, and you know, like, you know, 
like I was having this conversation with Ashley the other day. She was just telling me about her friends who are, you know, all about that life and trying to game the system. Meanwhile, if, you, if you're trying to influence people, it's your natural... It's your natural... You know, element. Charisma, yeah. ele- element. You know, that's really what gets people in in the end. So uh, that's why you're trying to buy followers and, you know, all kinds of things to game the system. But in the end, there's nothing like yeah. building a loyal fan base just off of who, what you, you, are. who you are and what you put out. Yeah. You know. And I think people can see through the fakeness, mm-hmm. if not immediately, eventually. <laughs> you know, and, and it's, it's really interesting because, um, like, the Young God brand, for example, at, at first it was, and I'll, I'll give you, you know, remember how you felt when I yeah. told you I'm going to call it Young God Pod? Yeah, like I, felt, I didn't completely like that because, you know, mm. as um, I am religious to an extent, yeah. to an extent so mm. calling yourself a god mm-hmm. for me just feels a bit off but having you explain it mm. at the beginning yeah. why it is the way it is mm. i can even relate to it on a you know spiritual level yeah. Yeah. Le- and and let me explain when god um, sort of created man yeah right he put a piece of himself in us in us yes and that is why you know satan was so Jealous, that's um, why we are here today. So what you said, complete like f- when you said it, mm. oh, I'm gonna call it the young god. I just felt oh, mm. okay, yeah. but having you explain it at the beginning, I'm like, whoa, okay, it's like a piece of, of, god, of god in, in and, and I do feel, feel um, that, I right? feel, I feel that way about every single person, mm. and that's why our stories are different. That's why our journeys are different. And that's why only God knows. Like, you know. No. Like, you can even say, oh, I know myself. I know what I want. But yeah. let's stop playing games. We don't know what we, we, we want really or who we, who we really are. Uh, we only don't. God does. We don't. We're, we're, the best we can do is create that version we think we are or want to be. Mm. You know You know what I think? I think the best we can really do is attempt to create who we are. Exactly. Just try. Attempt. Just try. Of course. You know, <laughs> last, last. <laughs> because that's really what it is. To, like, like to to be creative is to exper- experiment, to take risks, to try something. Mm, uh, to, my favorite thing to do. <laughs> exactly. You know, and and, and um, that's why and that's, that's what you rightly said. Like to find yourself is kind of like like the journey is in creating yourself. Maybe at some point you'll find something that you like. Yeah. Do you get? Yeah. But. But if you just sit down there, you're like, oh yeah finding or mm. they're like looking around like where am I mm. <laughs> it, that, that, it doesn't it doesn't I I don't does, believe does, that work, I believe like you that. create yourself you create an environment mm. you you de- you decide what kind of friends you want to be around mm-hmm. you decide the kind of lifestyle you want to live yeah. even if you're not living it now mm. you're doing things to try to get there to get there gosh you're in the spirit right now. You're in the spirit. You're in the spirit. This episode is brought to you by Shushi Sunglasses, Abuja's favorite sunglasses brand. We don't hide behind our shades. We own it. I think I think if more people began to understand that, you know, we're all gods. We're all like in, in the image of God. We're yeah. all here to to try and you know leave 
in Mark two. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you if you if you, well probably you haven't read the Bible, but actually um, you have. Okay, so you have. So you see. So you understand that that you know there's there's a part where God talks about talents and stuff like that, and he's like, he where he gave those three people the talents, mm-hmm. and one of them buried it in the ground. The other one, you know, doubled it. The other one tripled it. Mm-hmm. And then God was like, to the person who like buried it in the ground, like, why, why are you hiding your, your, your talents? And he punished the guy for, you know, not doing what he was supposed to do, not using it to do more. So I think that's, that's really what it is. And, and, and if you reason it right, what, there's, there's, there's so much depression and anxiety in this world as a result of, you know, deviating so far from that creative power. You know, when you're in a situation of society that forces you to sort of to stay in a box to yeah. stay in your gender role or whatever role it is you get even culturally you know culturally mm-hmm. academically like if you're in a situation that that limits your ability to express yourself mm-hmm. it's like your body responding to that so that's why depression starts to set in you know the chemicals you start to feel like you're 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 you know not in your element and mm-hmm. i think that's that's hell in itself yeah like the kingdom of god is being able to live your life you know in a way that expresses that god-given gift mm-hmm. So if you're in any situation where you're, you're limited, it's like hell. Yeah, I um, I'll I'll um, I think I'll speak about what happened to me last year. Mm. And um, we're getting personal now. Yeah, huh? Let's yeah. Go. That 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 sort of resonated with me a lot. Yeah. Um, I I wouldn't say I was completely depressed or depressed, but I wasn't the happiest mm. person last year. Mm. Um, so after. I think I'll even flash back even more to like uni. Mm. Um, so I studied marketing communications at Bournemouth University mm-hmm. and my course was for four years. I did that intentionally because I really wanted to work. Mm. So there was a placement year during the third year, yeah. which I was just looking forward to because all my life I wanted to work mm. like from El Amin when yeah. I was in secondary school. Yeah. My parents wouldn't let me. As from a northern home, my father used to say, why, why are you working? Yeah. You know, but I really wanted to work. I really wanted to. And I think it's just because I, I, like, I read a lot of um, inspirational books. Mm-hmm. So I know sort of like the trail line or sort of what to do. And I just felt I was too comfortable. Yeah. I'm oh, being yeah. totally honest with you. Yeah. I used to say to myself, God, where's my struggle? Because yeah. Yeah. I know that the struggle comes before oh, the rise. Yes. I'm like, God, and I know oh. I'm supposed to be... I know, Aisha, you know. <laughs> before you continue, let me, just, let me just tell you what happened to me just now. Yeah. I feel like, like you're a woman after my own heart right now. Oh. Because... <laughs> So many times you see a lot of women complain about the struggle. You know, they want enjoyment. They were talking about they want enjoyment. They want the easy life. I'm like, that's not how you get it. She was wishing for the opposite. And I think it's because I I read so many things about, I read a lot about successful people. Yeah. You know, I I like to know their failures, their struggles, what their routine. How they overcame. How they overcame. So, frankly, I'm not a morning person, Mm. you know, and I know that most successful people are morning people. I'm trying to get... So, I had to sort of attach something I like Mm. so that I wake up every morning. So, I love boxing. Mm -hmm. So, in the morning, I wake up, I box, I work out. So, I'm not as consistent as I would like to be, but we're getting there. It's a step. Um, It's a process. Yeah, so um, I really wanted to work. 
um, during my placement year. Mm. And prior to that, I still used to work during mm. summer. Yeah. I would do volunteer work mm -hmm. with Y for Y, mm. you know, get my friends together. That network also grew. Yeah. Youth for Youth, by the way, is a non-profit organization that we founded in 2012. Yeah. So um, I think it was 2013, 14. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. 2014, 15, I was supposed to do my placement year. Um, I got calls from Warner Brothers, Disney, all the companies I really wanted to work for. And I wanted to work for a big media conglomerate because I, I didn't understand why businesses in Nigeria weren't sustainable. Mm. The likes of Disney and Warner Brothers, like the rocket science, was their formula. Mm. Like I really wanted to know so that I could implement something like that in Nigeria. Yeah, I wanted yeah. that experience. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I never got to work overseas. Yeah. I had to, I lost my dad in 2014. Like mm -hmm. life just went 360 on me. Yeah. Um, so. You asked for a challenge, now you got it. I, I got it. You know, <laughs> believe it or not, I even partly blamed myself for a while. Because I felt I had been asking for this struggle, this promise, and then my dad's not here, like something I just did not see coming. Mm. And that's why I said we don't really know what we want. Mm. You know? I wanted struggle so badly. When struggle came, I didn't want to take Again. it. <laughs> so even with my prayer points, like I don't, even when I pray for one thing, mm. my second prayer is God, if you know it's not good for me, if you know I'm not meant to have it, yeah. that make me strong enough to be okay with, the... with you not giving it to me. Mm. You know, because mm. it, it was, yeah, it was really a tough time in my life. But yeah. um, eventually I decided to come back to Nigeria to mm. do my placement because my mom was ill mm. and I wanted to stay close to her. Mm. Because it's, like I said before, it's really not rocket science. It's putting systems and processes in place that works. So that when you're not there as the head of the organization, others can come in and carry on. Mm. And brand as well really matters because that's the human nature of your business. Yeah. If people do not believe in your goals, your mission statement, they shouldn't even be working for you. Mm -hmm. You know, because mm. then they're just there for the money. And do you really want people who just want the money to be working for you? Yeah. I mean... You know, what kind of business do you want to build? Are you building a business because you just want to cash out quickly or you want a business to last generations, generations to come? Yeah. And for me, I want Nigerian businesses to be sustainable. You know, I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that <laughs> because um, I also have, that's part of like Evil Creative's um, mission and, and vision because you find that a lot of businesses are, are you know, operating way below capacity in terms of yeah. what they could be like. The Abuja audience, for example, they're, they're, they're craving for that kind of experience, you know? They're craving for, for brands to, to be more than just products and services. Mm -hmm. You know, these are people who went, especially the ones in the main city of Abuja, mm -hmm. who have been abroad, who are exposed to the international level of things. They know how it feels to, uh, to be attached to a brand. Like, everyone knows yes. what it means to be attached to Nike and, yeah. you know, the rest of them. Exactly. And Abuja companies need to start investing in creating that same kind of awareness, awareness and, and, yes. and loyalty in their own customers. I definitely agree. You know? And that's really why I, I, I got into the game. I felt like, and I understood, 
you know, the psychology of it all and the creative aspect, and you know, I could really um, contribute in that aspect. You know, so a lot of the companies I'm working with right now, my my vision for them, my goal with them is five years from now. Mm -hmm. You know, when they've executed the strategies as far as it can possibly go mm -hmm. and done what is necessary, that's when you now start to see, mm -hmm. you know, those results. But laying that seed. It's so, so important. It's so important, yeah. yeah. I, I'm beginning to realize that the core of what I love mm. revolves around the media industry. Yeah. So maybe what I should be venturing into is production. Mm. Film, music, you know, writing. You know what I like? That video that you, that you put out to promote Shushi. Uh -huh. You did that? Yes, I did. I you shot see? that myself. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think it's more of about you just you know doing more of that. Yeah. And then just seeing what happens. Yeah. I think and I think I think you should do more of that. Not even just for my brand. No, I mean obviously no, oh, for your for brand, brand? Uh -huh. but then like it's 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 hand in hand. For example, like uh -huh. this rebrand that I'm, I'm doing, right? Yeah. I've taken it on like it's a client project. Mm -hmm. you get so everything I would do for a client I'm doing it for this you get I feel you you get what I'm and saying? that's how I feel as well with mm -hmm. um, you know my sunglasses brand mm -hmm. a lot of I've tried to work for other people but the mm -hmm. ideas I come up with they're like no I want like that one mm -hmm. I'm, and I'm just like yeah but that's already been done, done. you know and so I think a lot of um, companies, a lot of people are not willing to allow us deliver yeah. what we know how to do yeah. because they just want what they see. Yeah, they're not trying to experiment. They're not trying to experiment at all. Even when I mm. was working in Silverbird, you know, with um, radio adverts, mm. Um, I would always, you know, suggest things for people who brought in their jingles mm. and stuff. But no, they wanted how it's always it's been, been done. done. And so how, how do you expect to stand out, you know, when you're doing... Exactly. But, um, you know, it, it, it's still also safe to say that there are a few people who are willing to pay. Mm. And, you know, for that... Um, experimentation. Mm. Um, I'm going to I'm going to um, mention two really really good examples mm. of like PR that has worked fantastic mm. in the past. There's um, mm. this guy called Edward Bernays. Yeah. He's called the Godfather of PR. Yeah. Now in the 90s, late 90s, yeah, late 90s, no, early 90s actually, he. Um, was hired by a tobacco company to sort of reach a different demographic of people, mm. women. Yeah. And so this guy goes and hires a bunch, dozens of women to smoke cigarettes at a parade. Mm. Now, the symbolism in that was that women seen smoking um, around that era, it was a taboo. Yeah. And they were trying, but they still did it anyway. They still got it. And yeah. that was market for the tobacco industry. Yeah. So it was a sign of liberation. Mm. It was a political statement. Mm. And the fact that they, they were in numbers and doing it out in the open. Yeah. It changed the game. It changed the game entirely. C cigarette, um, cigarette sales went up. And that's how you do it. And that's you how know. you do it. Even in our professions, when mm. we get up to create amazing things, mm. we don't tie it to research. Mm. And we need to. Because how you can have a fantastic idea, 
Nobody's going to judge you. Mm. But have you tested if that idea is going to work? Mm. Ad testing. Mm. Copyright testing. Testing. Market research. Testing, testing. One, two. One, two. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something else, right? Okay. Um, in that vein, diamonds. You know how diamonds became a thing? No, tell me. Um, so back in the, the late 30s, mm -hmm. the 30s, the 40s, before diamonds became you know, a thing, before diamonds became used in engagements and stuff like that, mm -hmm. it was just pieces of, of, of compressed carbon in the, in, in the earth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then now, these mining companies, they hired ad agencies. How, make this, want to sell this to the world. How can we make it? You know what they did? They made it, first of all, they, they built the brand of diamonds as a luxury item. It wasn't always luxury. It's like, it's still just a piece of a rock mineral you yeah. get that looks really beautiful. Yeah. But now they now attach that luxury, rare scarcity value to it that took up the price. One, two, they now went, that's how diamonds are forever came up. Mm -hmm. Once they use that, like diamonds last forever. They don't rust, they don't break, they don't, you get that kind yeah. of thing. So when he created that entire brand idea around diamonds, it began to sell. They now started to create it for, for um, engagements and, and, and wedding things you get. So cultures began to pick it up. Like he was, it's such a deliberate strategy to make diamonds become so sought after, mm -hmm. even though they're really just pieces of earth. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So like, these are things that the blueprint is there. Like, look at Coca-Cola and Nike, all these guys. They've been around for, for years, for like decades, mm -hmm. right? And they started out like every small company. They were having issues here and there, here and there, here and there. And then they hired companies such as ours, you know, to help them take them to the next exactly. level. And now the reason why, see, see things, people like Uber now, Uber and, and uh, Netflix, they have grew, done so much growth in like 10 years. They are working off the blueprint of what people like Coke took decades, decades. To, to figure to out. Figure out, yeah. The blueprint is out there. It's just for businesses and brands to key in and become. Yeah. Just get creative teams together yeah. and let them do the dirty work for you. And and marketing is, um, you know, well, when I say yeah, I would say marketing because mm. it's not like. Um, marketing is separate from branding, PR, and advertising. Yeah. These are all components of marketing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel marketing should be, marketing shouldn't be something separate from the core of your business. Mm. In fact, marketing should be the most important, important thing. Yes, it in is. your business. Yes, it is. Because 21st century companies are competitive. The only way really you can set yourself apart is not by, I wouldn't say quality or product, but it's how you sell, how, how you the tell. The idea behind it. Thank you. Yeah, you know, like when someone is trying to compete and they're saying, oh, we have the best quality. Uh, no one is going to say that they have mm -hmm. what quality. So that's not even, a, you can't compete on that. Everyone's going to say they have the best stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you have, you know, either you have some competitive advantage or some benefit that you know, your product doesn't have, or even if not that, then just the idea behind it. The idea. Like Coke, this is, it's poisonous. <laughs> Do you get? Yeah. Tobacco At is poisonous. At some point there was cocaine in Coke. Do you get what I'm saying? So if, if these companies can succeed of things that are widely known to be bad for your health, mm -hmm. 
imagine what you can do with something that's actually good. Good, exactly. Do you get? Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> do some things like. Okay. Yes. No, yes. They're, they're not ready. They're not ready. <laughs> they're not. They're not ready. So, so the word God is useful for thinking about, you know, what you imagine the best version of yourself to be. Mm -hmm. You know, so what is that? Um, I think the best version of myself mm -hmm. is when I'm, I've been standing mm -hmm. for eight, ten hours on, at a production shoot or at an event and I actually literally feel my legs shaking. That gives me joy. What? Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Yeah? Because in those moments where I had been standing, I didn't realize that I had been standing for so long, yeah. working, and I really do enjoy um, what I do. So I feel the best version of myself is when I'm pursuing projects that I love. And projects that I love are always linked to expressing yourself, mm -hmm. um, you know, being yourself. Yeah. Um, also, there's always some sort of link to my heritage or my culture. Mm. For example, I showed a music video for and this upcoming artist, his name is Baski, mm. and he allowed me like total control mm. of that video. It's mm. it's not the first music video I've shot, mm. but my skills have definitely improved. Yeah. And so and I think it's because I really took my time to put in the work mm. to say this is the vision, this is what I want to do mm. and then I execute. So the best version of myself is when I'm executing. When I when I've written down the concept, the idea because for creatives is very hard for us to execute. Mm. You know, because we're not our brains aren't too wired to, um, how do I put it, like, know the business of it. Mm -hmm. We're more on the creative side. Yeah. But I, I like that I have sort of a nice balance of creativity and... Execution. Execution. That's what's up. I like that. I Thank like that. You. Oh, wow. Um, and with that, we've, we've reached the, the end of this very, 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 very enlightening... Uh, conversation. Uh, thank you for being on the Young God Pod. I mean, this thank is this you. is very unexpected. <laughs> um, if you guys made it this far, I hope you enjoyed listening to the lovely Asha Sambo speak thank on you. her future, her past, and her present. Till meet again, huh? Thank you so much, Rodney, for having me, and I wish you all the best. Thank you with this podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope this was a good use of your time. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Young God Podcast. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. Remember that you can share your thoughts with me by sending a voice message. Just click the link in the description of this episode and you will be able to record a one-minute message right from within your favorite app or browser, which I can then respond to and play in future episodes. How cool is that? I can't wait to hear from you all. Follow the Young God Podcast on IG at the Young God Pod, and follow me, your host, on both IG and Twitter at Rodney Avo. That's Rodney A V O, one word. Remember to go out there, 
and be a God among men. Rodney out. Sunglasses are great accessories. If you follow my personal Instagram page, you would know that I am always flexing in a pair of shades. They protect my eyes from the hot Abuja sun, they accentuate the best features of my face, and they make it so I can freely look at things I don't want people to know I'm looking at. But there's levels to this sunglasses thing. Enter Shushi. Shushi Sunglasses is a young eyewear brand based right here in Abuja, and I am a fan. Their message is, we don't hide behind our shades. We own it. And that's the truth, because Shushi sunglasses come in very eccentric frames and colors that it's impossible to hide when you wear them out in public. With Sushi, <laughs> with Shushi, you protect not just your eyes, but also your sleigh. So check them out on IG at Shushi Shades for more information on where to buy and what they cost. Tell them Rodney sent you for discounts.